might ask when you're like being very articulate to yeah just come a little bit more forward yeah, you can get that. some more pillars behind you do you get some tomatoes oh don't don't get me started. do you get them tomatoes at the market wow i'm gonna have morning sickness if you keep saying shit like that why do they call it morning sickness when it's all fucking day long matthew did you ever have a slap bracelet of course i did i have an i have a halloween one in my car right the fuck now yeah yeah plastic metal or plastic. Plastic. There's metal ones. In my childhood, there were when did metal you grow ones. Up? 19- uh, <laughs> medieval times. Oh wow. Um, no, they they banned using metal ones because you would slap, and then the metal would. What is this? Your vein suicide you. Ew. Yeah. No, they're always plastic. Now they are. No. Um. I can corroborate his story. I remember hearing about that. No. I like when people say medieval. I love that you said it that way. I do too. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Medieval times. Mm-mm-mm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. I'm Alec. I'm Jean. And do we have to act like the typical barren couple? <laughs> <laughs> With us tonight is a Carry On All Star. One of the fan favorites, one of my favorites, and honestly, very handsome in person. I hope you're being honest. Matthew Scott Montgomery, welcome. It's so good to be here. <laughs> Let's carry all right, on. All right. I've missed being here so much. Anyhow. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I miss being here so much. I love carry on so much. I talk about it all the time. Yes. Recently, I worked on a play that was written by a... Um, uh, an 18-year-old named Adam. Um, he may be listening to this. He he's a freshman at Columbia, and towards the end of the playwriting pro- or the play process, I we discovered we were best friends. And he has just started watching Sex and City for the first time. He's on season four, and I said, "Wow, you haven't seen nothing yet." Nope. And he goes, "It's really fascinating watching it in 2018 because you know it ended like 16 years ago." I was like, "Um, um, there's a podcast you need to listen to." Yes. Go, go, go. yes. Wow. Yes. The idea of of like sitting down with it with a with a barely barely almost not a teen anymore person yeah. who's watching it because I feel like the insights that we would get yes, would be so different because this is such a part of our soul. I can't be objective about this show. And it's like the bisexuality episode was so dated oh, and uncomfortable to watch. Oh my god. Oh yeah. well. Also, just the joy that he has ahead of him and oh, knowing man. that wow, you've never experienced that before. I know season five and six. Yeah, man. I know. It's how. I imagine when I finally have sex, what that will be like. Oh, it's going to be so great. <laughs> um, you guys, we're back. We're here. Sex in the city. Yes. You get a ring and you get a ring oh and God. you get a <laughs> ring. Never, baby. We all get a ring. This tonight's episode was just say yes. Yeah. 
And uh, it, uh, why don't I give us the, the rundown? Yeah, sure. It, uh, it uh, season four, episode 12. Just say yes. It aired August 12th, 2001. And is it bad that as we creep closer and closer to 9 11, I keep thinking about, okay, August 12th, that means oh, it was man. less than a month when this when this episode aired and people watched it, like the Oof. world was about to change. That was, anyway, oh, that's really dark. Um, directed yeah. by David Frankel, who also directed the last episode that we watched, Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, also directed Devil Wears Prada. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, directed this David episode. Uh, and this was wow. written by yeah. Cindy Schumacher. Killing it. Who followed you guys on Instagram, uh, Twitter and then unfollowed you, right? Yeah. Is she the one? Uh, was that her or was it um, Jenny Bix? I forget. Oh, I think it was Jenny. Okay, I got <laughs> Jenny, Cindy. our old friend Jenny. I got Cindy and Jenny mixed up. So, yeah, one of them accidentally followed us on Twitter one time. Yeah. You're enjoying your day and everything's going your way. Then and along comes Debbie Downer. <laughs> oh, is there a tell you about a new I didn't bring it up. Matthew did. Oh, I didn't. What did I bring up? That she unfollowed us on Twitter. You're oh. right. You just brought up 9 11. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought we were talking about. I was so stuck at 9 11. Oh, no. Hilarious. Thanks you for guys, tuning in, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tonight's episode is is in the pantheon of great Sex in the City episodes, if I had to, let's say somebody was going to go see the Sex in the City movie, mm. and they said, you have to create a list of 10 episodes that someone has to watch. Wait, I'm sorry. Are they looking for labels, or are they looking for love? Oh, that's a really good question. We should ask Fergie what she thinks. She would know the answer. Yeah. Gucci, Fendi, Prada, purses, purchasing them finer things. Men, they come a diamond dozen. Just give me them diamond rings. Um, I would put this... In that to- in those ten episodes, mm-hmm. in that jumble of things that oh, people need to same, see, same. because I think yes, there are some canonical things that don't necessarily resonate to the movie. Richard Wright, but this is such an important Trey. episode to the series itself because big yes. things are happening. It also doesn't it so um, encapsulate each character really well, oh, yeah. like yeah. The, the the best of them and the worst That's an of them. Excellent point. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to go to the fling. I don't, if, y'all, that fling, the that, Highland fling. That hi- uh, Matthew, didn't you say it was your version? Personal your hell. Personal hell. Yeah, it's, it's I can't wait to talk about why. Yeah. Um, let's start with Carrie. Okay. I say let's just let's jump just do right it. Okay. in. We never do this. Oh, wow. We do it sometimes. Carrie has flown the co-op. Okay, I'm I'm a young, dumb, stupid. Yep. What does a co-op I got you covered. Mean? Hold on. I Googled it before we... <laughs> Wait, maybe we should say the episode opens up yes. with Carrie coming into her apartment wearing a gorgeous rainbow dress. Yes. There's a there's a, a, a chicken grease covered man in the kitchen holding a knife <laughs> who says... What is this, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Hey, ask, ask Carrie Bradshaw. She comes in and she says... My building's going co-op. Did you get the tomatoes? My building's going co-op. I have to move. This is a nightmare. He literally says tomatoes. Tomatoes. Now, I'm going to pause this again before you tell (laughs) tell us what a co-op is. You know, I just asked about a minute ago now. Okay, everyone knows. If you guys have listened to Sex... If you you listened to Sex in the City before, if you listened to Carry On before, here's the thing. Daniel said it before two episodes (laughs) ago. I'm going to say it again. Aiden's a sweet guy. Yep. Stuff that happens later in this episode that I can't wait to talk about. He, he does it really Carrie. earnestly and loves yeah. her so much. Yeah. He is just the wrong person for yes. Carrie. Oh, yeah. He's like the wrongest of wrong. Yes. And to me, is a skeezy chicken grease cover uncle yes. who is hitting <laughs> yeah. on his little niece. Yes. The fact that and he's it makes calling, me feel fistically sick. The fact sick. that he says, to- I think the moment where he says, you get the tomatoes, is yeah. just a perfect encapsulation of why he's not right Oof. for her. Not why he's a bad guy. Uh, he's not Do, a bad guy. Let me ask you, like let me ask you a question. 
questions. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you do you think that at this point in the series that the staff was aware that he wasn't right? One hundred percent. Oh yeah. I think they knew that from the beginning. I think, especially. If you guys have watched Sex in the City all the way through, like if yeah. you're listening, I'm assuming most of you have. You watching this now, knowing that Aiden's not the right person for her, you can see it. The signs yes. are there, yes. and a lot of them are in this episode. I wonder yeah. if, um, because we have just kind of chosen not to go like get DVDs and listen to commentaries. Um, oh, I, I mean, we should, or by that. default, we've chosen not yeah. to. Yeah, um, I do know that uh, someone listened to it, or we read somewhere about Burger about how they talked about how the writers. Um, I listened conceived, to that. You did, for, and they conceived yes. of Burger as good on paper guy and they were going to zip zop zip but it just wouldn't be right and like so they had an idea about why he was wrong for her but why they would spark and so I'm sure those ideas exist somewhere in a commentary about Aiden I just don't know what they are I'll speak more to that in a little bit once we get to stuff let's talk about co-ops yes of course Um, because I'm bringing the I'm bringing the fun in this episode you guys (laughs) 11 co-ops yeah Um, but because I was wondering as well Webster's Dictionary defines co-op as um, well Wikipedia uh, a legal entity um, which owns real estate Blah, blah, blah. In a condominium, you own the actual property, the physical unit itself. So in a co-op, on the other hand, you become a shareholder in a private corporation. You end up holding a stock certificate that is associated with a proprietary lease for a property. At any rate, the point, I think the it's point bad. is, Carrie is going to have, it's money bad. <laughs> money bad, me not have. Yeah. Fire bad, tree pretty. Yes. Um, but the point is that, that, that Carrie, if she wants to stay in her apartment is going to have to pony up the dough to purchase it? Is yes, that the, pony that's up the, the point. Po- pony up the dough. Po- pony up the dough. Po- pony up the dough. This starts a runner that lasts for several episodes yes. that I really actually love this subplot in I, Sex and the City. is, I'll have to say, a lot of fun. Because it's like, it's a very realistic look at Carrie's financial situation. Yes. Which, I mean, I really, I really thought about this a lot in Just Say Yes, we see so many things that in season one of this show you would not expect to see. I'm going to run down the list for you. Give me the run. Carrie's the financial situation. Jace. Miranda being pregnant. Yes. Charlotte doing hormone therapy and being Learning in a complicated marriage that looks like it's headed toward divorce. Yes. These, I just love that this show started out as a companion piece to the like softcore porn real sex TV show that was yes. also on HBO yeah. and became Mrs. this complicated character focused uh very serialized show. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't just jump into episode 12 of season 4 no. and watch it like you would watch a law and order. That's a great point. Can you imagine someone being like Someone who's a crazy person who doesn't watch shows in sequence every, you know, one episode at a time in order. And they're just like, I'm going to watch a few episodes. And they watch season one, episode one, and then they watch season four, episode 12. It's not the same show. Well, you know, when I started watching this show, I would watch it. I would sneak to watch it when my parents weren't home. Mm -hmm. And that was around, it was later than where we are now. So I started watching originally in season five. And I, as time went on, went back and watched seasons one through four. Yep. 
And that's not normally something I would do either, but that's what I had to do. Yes. Because it's the only way I could see yes. it when my parents weren't home or yeah. sneak and stay awake with the volume really low to watch it. Don't you think, I know we've talked about this before, but Let's just for our again. new listeners, isn't the TBS slash E version of the show such a fucking travesty? <laughs> it's also a delight. It if is. you look at it the right way, I'll it's agree funny. With both. It's a delight. If you can watch it ironically, Absolutely. like I mean, you know, and if you've seen it a million times, but to the person who, and I've heard stories of people who've only my watched mother. it, my mother's e, never seen a real episode, and I just think you poor, demented, forgotten soul, you, never, you, <laughs> you will definitely burn in hell. I'm not supposed to be here. Somebody royally forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. That's bullshit. Yeah. Carrie's afraid of she's gonna have to fly the co-op. Yes. Yeah. LOL. Yeah. Um, she's not fi- she is not financially sound. She says, Aiden, I just charged tomatoes. I really don't think I'm in a position to like, buy my, my asses. He's like, tomato, tomato, I got the gizzard cash. Give me your shit on my lap. Here's some chicken for your face. (laughs) Did I take Confederate dollars? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So Aiden, Aiden, he sees this as an in. Yeah. Carrie doesn't have the money, but he does. Yeah. And his proposal is, no, he's sweet. He just loves her so much, and this means I get to spend more time together. Totally. But I think once Matthew showed me how wrong Aiden is for Carrie... All I see when I see Aiden now is like that YouTube video of Mrs. Doubtfire recut as a horror movie. <laughs> so everything that Aiden does is terrifying Someone and please, awful. Please do a supercut of like all Aiden behavior, but like mm. scored to creepy music. Ugh, rub my belly. What you doing? Where you been? Where <laughs> you going? No one popped tart. The, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the interesting thing that they don't really spend a whole lot of time on, but that Carrie kind of briefly mentions in her voiceover about this situation is, um, uh, you know, she says she's musing. Well, um, we do love each other and moving is such a pain in the ass. Like the practicalities of this. And she also speaks about it with the girls play or playing kind of a role in her decision-making. Um, I saw an advice column today. It was like, it was like a dear prudence or something where someone was saying like, my boyfriend and I are ready to move in together. He wants me to move into his house, but he's paying a mortgage on it and he wants me to pay rent. If I'm paying rent and it's helping him pay off his mortgage, but I don't have any legal ownership over the like these are real questions for modern people like when it became when relationships and marriage became something other than um we have to get married and then we and then the man owns everything and the woman keeps the house like when we've gotten out of those defined terms and things have gotten like more nuanced and like everyone's free to do what they want it becomes more complicated Mm -hmm. carrie even says to Aiden when, you know, he proposes the idea of them moving in together and him knocking down the wall between her apartment and the apartment next door and he'll buy that apartment next door and make it, like, a bigger space. She was like, so what are you, my roommate or my landlord? Yes. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, What's the rent? And then he kisses her and he's like, which I actually thought, I might sound like a hypocrite, I thought that was kind of cute where it's like yeah. the rent was, like, kissing or whatever. But then almost immediately But then it was all, yeah. all the chicken grease You could see his chicken grease face. running down her face. <laughs> and then she's so tiny and sat in his lap like he's ugly, dirty, ugly <laughs> Uncle Santa Claus. <laughs> he's not ugly. I just... It's just so wrong for Carrie. I that's understand. All. So, Uncle Santi. You know, Aiden. before you know it, 
they haven't even worked out the details of this yet, and he's already he's got already his... He's already singing the shower, singing some song It's not unusual! Wow! Am I wrong that he it sounds like he's doing a Cher yeah. impression it does. of... It does, yeah. but it's, it's somewhere between Cher and Tom Jones. And, and, and no shade, like, do, do your thing in the shower, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just thought it was a fun choice. And Carrie's, Carrie's picking up his chicken grease, I know, KFC, his, his baggy whiteies. briefs, his baggy white briefs covered in skin marks and chicken grease are everywhere. <laughs> his clothes are it's everywhere. Like, don't you think that the, the costume part department did him a disservice by putting him in like overalls and a straw hat with a piece of straw hanging with, with out of his a, mouth? With a Crayola brown marker with three dot freckles on each cheek <laughs> and his red pigtails. <laughs> oh wait, that's Wendy from I was Wendy's. about to say, is he Wendy? <laughs> we can, um, Oh God, go fresh, get fries fresh and frosty not after frozen. This? Okay, great. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I want a junior bacon cheese. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a junior Western bacon chi? A junior Western bacon chi. I'm trying to watch my figure. Western bacon chi, order. A junior Western bacon chi. Would you like that with onions? No onions. Okay. Um, junior bacon chi, 12 and 6 bacon nuggets. And I'm going to go with a, a filet of fish sandwich. Since that has less calories because it's fish. So Carrie is cleaning up Aiden's mess. Yeah. And she peeks into his gym bag that he's brought over with his stuff. And inside, she finds a engagement ring. Yes. It's a pear-shaped diamond with a gold band and a little black box. And seeing that brings up something inside her. Literally. It's her lunch, bitch. <laughs> she uh, she upchucks. I know. She, she, she takes six and takes sick and whoops her cookie. She boots. You guys, you guys better <laughs> be glad. Her boot. You guys better be glad I've done a lot of work on myself because otherwise I could not handle Yo, this conversation. Between, between Carrie and Miranda both taking so sick. So many in this people episode. whoopsing their cookies in this I episode. Know. It's an I, ancient you know, Greek vomitorium. You know that I can't <laughs> handle. Vom. It's taken me years to say the word vomit out loud. I'm so, so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but so, so Carrie... Carrie is... Yo, Carrie. that's exactly what I'm saying. She sees the engagement ring and throws up. Right, yes. and, and this is something that I think is uh, interesting about Carrie be- because this is a person who's looking for real... Inconvenient. Can't, can't so many, live can't without each other. Right? And so, that's not here. This beautiful apartment. God, I love that scene. <laughs> so, oh. so we know Carrie is looking for can't live without each other, all-consuming, inconvenient love, right? This yes. is the whole premise of the show oh, is that she's, she's looking for labels night. and she's looking for love. Yes, yes but she But she's... She... Okay? If she wants love this badly, she wants this kind of love, to my mind, her throwing up at the mere thought of... Just look, and I get it. It's it's anxiety. It's like the shock of it. But but if she's looking for that kind of a thing, wouldn't the right guy doing that, the person who's right for her, making that kind of a gesture, be the thing she's looking for? Yeah. At the same time, I understand maybe Carrie's not necessarily like ready for marriage, but isn't doesn't she burn with the desire to be in love? If Big proposed to her and. That's, wanted to marry her, I mean, like wouldn't would she throw up? I don't Probably think not. So. No, she wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. If, yeah, that's a sign right there. If you like it, then you should have throw up. <laughs> um, so what I love it, it, could Charlotte be more Charlotte when Carrie throws up? We hard cut to Charlotte going. You're getting engaged. I threw up. I saw the ring and I threw up. That's not normal. 
That's my reaction to marriage. What do you think you might do if he asks? I don't know. Just say yes. Well, it hasn't been long enough, has it? Trey and I got engaged after only a month. How long before you separated? We're together now, and that's what matters. When it's right, you just know. So Carrie doesn't know. Carrie threw up, so it might not be right. Maybe this is all happening because my building is going co-op. Is this a real estate merger? Am I a real estate bride? If there were unlimited apartments in Manhattan, we'd all be single forever. You mentioned this, Matthew. Carrie does not like the ring. No. And I love that Samantha goes, wrong ring, wrong Wrong guy. guy. Because it's like... I wish I could do a web series that was scenes from Sex and the City where I insert, like, Matthew, and and you just, like, when Samantha says something, you're like, did you l- just think that up right now? Or is that, do you live by that we'll right idea? Tonight. Like, wrong ring, yeah. wrong guy? Or did you she's just committed think to, True. like, this opinion she's just formed. And I also, <laughs> like, because when I saw the ring itself, I thought it was just fine. I've seen this episode a lot, and for some reason, in my mind now, the ring is the ugliest ring I've ever yes. seen. Yes. So when if, when we were watching this tonight, and she opens the box, it wasn't as pear shaped and ugly as I remember yes. in my uh-huh. brain. Yes. But I love the idea that like collectively the table outside of Miranda, it's understood like yes. a pear shaped diamond. Oh, with a gold band. Oh! Which which I think totally lives inside the world of Sex in the City, and and makes sense for the characters. They they are fashion forward. They are materialistic in yes. a good sense. I'm not I'm not saying that like in a pejorative sense. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean, we love them. Now, in Aiden's defense, um, you know when I, the the ring I picked out for Catherine was only because Catherine told me what she wanted. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. I would have been completely Look, lost. I want to mm. defend I want to defend Aiden as well, which is just to say when Carrie's like. How could the how could he how could he be the right guy for me if he picks a ring like this? Wouldn't the right guy know what kind of ring? And to that I say, absolutely not. I a. think it's really how would it really how would you expect him to that know? You just said absolutely not because Big would know exactly. Oh, well, what kind he of would. Ring to get. But at the same time, like I do also want to clarify, I'm not the girl who took Alex shopping and said, "Get me this ring or you die." Yeah, mm-hmm. I sent him two years before we ever even talked about getting engaged photos of old estate jewelry and like art deco jewelry. And I was like, if you can find, if you, I want something like this, I don't want something new and $20,000. And my ring is, um, is a family heirloom. So I just wanted to clarify. I wasn't that girl who was like, you need to know a princess cut and no, no shade. It's just like, I, but, but Catherine's had me memorize that story. Um, (laughs) did I get it right, honey? It's important Um, to me that I wasn't, I wasn't some kind of like, crazy dictator. I just wanted something that was beautiful and old. Yes. Yeah. So it leads... But you wouldn't have known. That's that's a yes. good point. Also, like, why would you known. expect a dude I, I would have had know. no idea. I would have been lost in a sea. Maybe this isn't Carrie, but I was thinking if the guy were right enough, would the ring matter that much? But I guess for Carrie, it probably would. And it's and sort of, of like a girl at a club is approached by a guy and he's like, hey, let's talk. 
if she's into him, it's cool. If she's not, it's creepy. I know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. And 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 Matthew, you know, I've I'm letting it sink in what you said about like Big would have picked. And you're right, Big would have effortlessly, without asking anyone, shown up with a perfect ring. It would have been classic, and it would have been timeless. Yeah. I know. And the, and the point is that that's the kind of guy that would be right for Carrie. And yeah. it's not. It's no shade on guys who don't know anything about rings because no. who cares? But for Aiden's Carrie, the sweetest who's guy so, who loves her so much, it's just not a good match. Yeah. But it leads. Carrie to ask the question in her column, how do you know when it's right? I couldn't help but wonder. And she she tries to qualify it with, you know, the girls at lunch are like, well, what are you going to say or whatever he proposes? And she says, like, you know, I'll say, like, I'm not ready to be engaged right now, but yes to living with you and like that. And her... Mm -hmm. Her, like, um, justification for saying no is, like, no to getting engaged, but yes to living with you. Let's create a life together. That's a really big deal for me, for Carrie. And she's like, what do you guys think? And they're like, sounds like a no. I can't imagine being in the position of knowing that someone's going to propose to me that I'm not ready to say yes to marriage to. Because how I sympathize. How can you, how could you possibly say to them, like, no, I'm not ready yeah. to marry you, but I love you and I don't want to break up. One of like, the it's reasons so uncomfortable. That, one of the reasons I think we love this episode so much is that it's uh, it's ripe with um, classic situational comedy, yes. but it's handled in a real way. It's not like um, yeah. Friends. It's not like three-camera comedy where it's like, joke, joke, no. joke. It's just... There's a miscommunication. Somebody knows something and the other person is unaware. It's both in the Carrie storyline with Aiden and it's also the great uh, Miranda Steve scene at the end of the episode. Great situation comedy. But... There, what what ends up happening is that Carrie is now aware that Aiden is going to ask her at some point and they go to dinner and everything looks like it's about to be the moment when he asks. So every in, uh, every innocuous move is, um, is 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 layered with all this meaning that actually doesn't need to be there. And also Carrie, like even though she's likely wanting to say no if he were to propose. She's wearing like a sparkle dress. She we, looks like an like a, like an Academy Award. I mean, a black for a it's yeah, a black let's dress talk about because it. that bugged me as well because she looks like 10 mil in this right. glitzy black dress Come on. and he's wearing a canvas jacket. I know. Like, I know. It's so big. It's weird that Carrie is like as much as she loves being fabulous that she's with this schlubby guy. Yeah. yeah. And this by the way is like upgrade Aiden. It this is, is Aiden is without the gets. turquoise ring. I yes, I'm trying to I'm trying to uh cut Aiden a little slack only in the sense that this might that might be a 2001 thing Maybe. where it's like but, you know, but he's got Alec, the unbuttoned white. I'm going to argue you, Alec. I'm okay. because seeing the two of them sitting together, it was country and city. Yeah. yeah. You look at them, one side yeah, of the table the canvas. is yes. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. One side of it is a skyscraper, glittering, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a cocktail. You know, sophisticated. Mm-hmm. The other side was country, yeah. animals, casual. He looks like a giant piece of tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, gosh. Yeah. She Have looks you ever like, been around a piece of tobacco, though? It smells great. Yeah, well, that's... That's um, now the tobacco <laughs> smells I've been around. Now like a leaf of tobacco. Oh no! <laughs> Come on, a little lighter. You're going to the country right now. <laughs> Wait, Matthew. I'm sorry. I I'm so rude. You've been here all this time, and I ain't offered you to my tomorrow. You want to my What you know? Where you going? Sit on my lap. So, Carrie <laughs> no, and Aiden. No, Uncle Wayne. <laughs> 
Carrie and Aiden are at dinner. It it seems as though Aiden is about to propose, so Carrie excuses herself to the bathroom. But what's so funny about before we it's get great. to that is this oscillation with her between being horrified about about to getting to be proposed to grammar yeah. um, and <laughs> her getting all dolled up and very excited for her, him to ask her even yes. though she might not say yes. Yes. yes so it's really fun to watch because well, fucking Carrie and I was yes. being obnoxious while we're watching it and I should have kept my mouth shut but I Bitch. know I was saying um, look how excited she is because despite yeah. herself like even though maybe logically she knows she's not ready for that the idea of a man pulling out a sparkly diamond yeah. and saying, will you be with me, me forever and ever and ever yeah. is like I intoxicating think that's, I think that's her. why everybody sees themselves as a carry because they're like, I'm a fabulous contradiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, so... Carrie, she, it, it seems as though Aiden's scene. about to ask her, so she runs to the bathroom. She's like, I'm in the bathroom. And she like, yeah. kind of like, excuse it's, herself. I love how they play this, because she's in the bathroom, and she's just thinking, she, and her hair is so perfectly wild. And her wild, eyes glow, and, and she's looking in the so mirror. Beautiful. And it's this beautiful bathroom, and she's just squinting at herself in the mirror. She herself like in the mirror. She, she smizes just Hand like she's blonde. looking at that horse at the end of season three or whatever. Yeah. And, or, and she's... And she almost looks like Abu Dhabi SJP. She does. And she looks at herself in the mirror and she goes, What are you doing? Are you talking to me? Oh. Oh, no. No, I wasn't. No. I'm sorry. What are you doing? (laughs) And then from one of the stalls comes... Are you talking to me? And she's like, oh, no. I, oh, <laughs> And she kind of like bends and looks on the stall and kind of flops around like, like Sarah sorry. Sanderson. It's I would be like. so perfect. Excuse so me. Great. Never look under the stall. No. Yeah, excuse me, Carrie. Never How rude. look under the it stall. It really doesn't make sense and, and no one should do that. But at least we get SJP it's flopping so and spinning yes. around like a Funny. gorgeous and witch. And it's, it's her going from, from one end of the spectrum to another from like perfect, serious, gorgeous. You won't find misty. a actress. You won't. You won't find to, a better To, like, actress. fucking slapstick comedy. Like, she's just... She's perfect. She's so perfect. Carrie, ever the fabulous contradiction, <laughs> she, um, <laughs> she checks Aiden's bag again because he hasn't asked her, and there's no ring anymore. What? And she calls Miranda, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, um, did you tell Aiden that I didn't like that ring like what is going on here why has he not proposed to me yet Miranda's like I'm out of it now I don't know what you're talking Miranda's about Miranda's like literally throwing up Miranda's yeah. like I don't <laughs> and Carrie goes what happened somebody proposed to you <laughs> which is a moment. genius yeah. absolutely genius I actually wrote down there's another great line in that scene um where uh Miranda's throwing up and um from her morning sickness and oh and Carrie says We've reached the stage where our lives are making us sick. Yeah. And I, I just think that's so genius. I like she's able to continue making jokes. And yeah. We're dipping into Miranda for a second, but Miranda yeah. has a great line where she says, why do they call it morning sickness when it's all fucking day? It's yes. a great, great it's, um, There's so many great one-letters in this episode. It's so Carrie, Carrie is now... I mean, I get it. It's like when the person flirting with you that you never wanted to go on a date with stops flirting with you, you're like, oh, I enjoyed the attention. One hundred percent, absolutely. Oh, that we is can the all realest, to that. truest yeah. thing. Yeah. So you know, Carrie's like, like, okay, wait a second. 
Yeah, like I thought it was desired. I and thought like they started the whole thing. Yeah, yes. like, and you're like, like, and you're complaining, like, texting. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, they won't leave me alone. Hey, where'd you go? So Carrie like, is Carrie is completely thrown off the scent at this point. So yeah. when she goes out with Aiden in the middle of the night to walk Pete, we're skipping a huge section. Out. Are we big? Oh my God! You're right. Of course, Harry's oh, in the street one day wearing a yes. giant red apple necklace. Yes, and like the freshest breath of fresh air, a car pulls up. She can't yes. get a cab, and it's big. And he's like, "You need a ride." And I don't know about you guys, but like, I was like, "Thank God he's here." Yeah, yes. this is right. This feels right. Yeah, this that is, is Manhattan. For her. Yes. This is romance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. It's like that spark. Yes. That's electricity. Yes. That's fire. That's yes. that's it. Yes. The, the Carrie and <laughs> Arthur. Good lord. See, Arthur knows. <laughs> he goes. He knows. Rah! Yeah. How have you been? Good. You? Very good. Then I've been very, very good. Um, it's not a contest. <laughs> All right. Then I take back one very. <laughs> How are things with country bam? You know his name now. Aiden. Things are very good there too. What was that? What? That smile. I don't think you want to know. Oh, I bet I can handle it. Are you sure? What the hell? I think he wants to marry me. You think or you know? I know, actually. And you've discussed it? No, I... It's just a... It's just the kind of thing you know. Not gonna happen. Let's not talk about it. He's not the guy for you. He might be the guy for me. I'm just not ready yet. You're never gonna be ready, baby. You're not the marrying kind. And you, I guess, are? <laughs> so what does that tell us? Nobody knows shit. Yeah. Carrie and Big have the most 1940s Casablanca style. It's old like school. zip zap zop flirtatious chemistry. Moxie. He just gets it. Yeah, he yeah. just gets it. He gets her. They yeah. are each other. Yes, and and they're steak and wine. They're New York. And she's like, Aiden Two wants twisters. to marry me, and I know this. And he's like, no. He he calls out. He's like, no. that's not the guy for you. She's yeah. like, he might be the guy for me. He's yeah. like, baby, you aren't the marrying kind. Yeah. And I and, and not to get too personal, but I think I had a couple conversations like that with Catherine when we weren't dating. Go on. And we were just friends. Go on. Not necessarily Cat was saying like else and you said that wasn't the guy. Not necessarily specifically that, but just her, you know, kind of being like, mm, we'll see, we'll see yeah. what's going to happen in the yeah. future. You know, because you like, knew, you know, yeah. you knew you were my end game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's I just cute. knew. That's really um, cute. And don't we know? You did you guys feel it? Too? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. He's a breath of fresh air. It's true. I mean, Carrie and Big are both Raul. flawed human beings, but <laughs> but, th- but they're they're but they're perfect they're for each other's other. person. Absolutely. And when Carrie couldn't get a cab he was there he was right, right. there was it luck or yeah. was it fate was it like was it was it love and they have they kind of have like um the banter is a little bit aggressive but they still keep it pretty light yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and she's like i don't think you want to know what's you know it's like how are you yeah. doing and she's like good and he's mm-hmm. like i'm very good she's like well then i'm very very good yeah he's like oh yeah how's country bab or yeah whatever. country mm-hmm. bab. she's like you know his name he's like yeah aiden <laughs> i'm sorry i'm very turned on just hearing you describe yeah. their conversations yes. yeah 
it's just like, perfect. She's like, I think he might want to marry me. He's like, you think or you know? She's like, I know. And he's like, how do you know? Yeah. She's like, that's just the kind of thing that you know. Like, it's, it's just, It's yeah. great writing. She knows. It's, they it's know a great each other. scene. Mm-hmm. Oh. They know each other so well. Yeah. And she's like, and he's like, what are you doing on the side of town? And she's like, I'm getting chicken grease out of this shirt because <laughs> yeah. Bob won't quit. I'm just kidding. And deep, deep down her nethers, she knows. She knows. It's just the kind of thing you know. Carrie is thrown off the scent at this point. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Middle of the night. Aiden asks Carrie to go on a walk to take out Pete. With Pete. Very unromantic, very rogue. She's wearing a tube top. He's looking like normal. Jersey shorts. Walking in the middle of the street. Middle of the street. And boom. That's when he does it. He was like, he's, he's like, pretty I don't, slick about he's it. He's like, I don't even have any baggies here. Hold on a second. Could you hold this for me? And she like is not even looking. She's complaining. She's like, well, we are in bed. I was all comfortable there. It's a very well, Aiden proposal. And then I thought the proposal was really cute. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have to say. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cute. And the look that John Corbett gives Sarah Jessica Parker is some really A-plus acting. Mm-hmm. It's oh, really, really great. I, you know, I've always, the moment, and, and as much as I know he's not the guy for her, I do believe he wants, he. He loves her. He would, mm-hmm. if she had. Gone full he would whole, whole hog. Mm-hmm. He would one hundred percent. They would have lived the rest of their life, and he would have been. He would have felt lucky every day to have yes, her. Yes, that's true. The moment when she says yes, and then she falls into his arms, and, and she he kind does of this, sits he, on his knee, lap he, like an uncle and a niece. All right, hold on. <laughs> he he gives this little laugh, this little like exhalation. Maybe you just have to say what's in your heart. Yes. <laughs> Like, and it's this most genuine human moment of him being so really happy sweet. and like, and like charmed by her. Yeah, and sound the charm alarm. So anyway, he, yes, he proposes. He proposes. And, uh, and, and it's and not, it's, it's, it's not the, it's a beautiful ring, she says. It's a different, um, It's yeah. a different ring. And what I love is not this scene necessarily, but but the follow-up to this scene, because it's incredibly Sex in the City, and I think this is why this was a zeitgeist show and lightning in a bottle, and that is represented by the fact that Carrie tells Samantha, well, I'm engaged. Well, yes. I think we should say a little bit more about, just a yes, smidge yeah, yeah, more sure. about Samantha, if, if we're going to talk about the <clears throat> scene with Samantha and Carrie. Okay, yes, because, sure. You know, well, are we going to talk about what, I, I'm sorry, I just want to get a square on the fact that Aiden proposes and Carrie says yes, and she, how she we yes. feel about her decision. Yeah, and the moment. Then we'll talk she about takes. that. Then we'll talk about the ring. Then we'll yes. talk about Samantha. Yes. So I just, I guess, I just briefly want to say, I do think it's interesting when the rubber meets the road. She's Carrie Bradshaw. When the She's rubber a, meets the road. I've never heard that before. Really? That's a. That's a. When the rubber meets the road. What does that mean? Yeah, like a car like, hitting us. Yeah, I guess I maybe it it's means not the right like metaphor, when the when the when the tires <laughs> not, hit the, I've never I just never heard yeah, that before. Yeah. It basically is saying like um when you when it gets down We're getting to down it. to business. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. When it's when it's when, when Carrie's in this moment, she's the been contemplating it this entire time. Yeah. She's been thinking, what am I gonna say? Am I ready? I I'll, can I even say yes to moving in together? Blah blah blah. Is he the right guy? Right, wrong, ring, wrong guy, blah blah blah. But when he when there's a when when a guy she loves is in front of her on his knee and he says you know I want to spend I want to do it with you um, life and she is swept away by this she's carried away she's in my opinion she's you know it's a it's an incredibly romantic moment and she says yes Mm -hmm. and she speaks from her heart the Mm -hmm. voiceover is like you can just 
was something like that. Did you get to watch this episode when it aired not in 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 real time? Because I I think is it all of us when I when I was watching this, Aiden and Carrie were already done or on their way out, and you always kind of just knew that Carrie and Big end up together. Yeah. So I'd be curious to watch this episode wondering if Aiden and Carrie are gonna work Mm -hmm. out. Because to me the thought of them ending up together has never entered my mind. Right. So and this that, has always seemed like, oh, this is a cute proposal for now, but this isn't right. going to last. Right. I also feel like, um, you know, who knows where they, how long they felt the the longevity of the actual show was, but in in a sense, Carrie getting married is sort of like a death note on the show because it's like once yeah, she gets married, I, wh- I agree. Where do you Usually that's the go? finale of like, something. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it, it, it maybe even sub, I guess my point is maybe even subliminally um, or subconsciously, there's like just a little bit of an understanding like there's no way this couldn't work out, right? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, what, where are we going to go from yeah. here? Right. Um, but yes, you're right. In the moment, it would have been interesting to be like, oh my God, she just and got engaged. What seals the deal for her is the fact that it is a different ring. It's a square mm-hmm. cut diamond. It's clean. It's classic. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, he and she's says, like, maybe this could work out. Yes. And she, he says to her, like, you know, I had another one, but I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, he really does know me. The right guy knows the right mm-hmm. ring. He knew that it wasn't yep. right. Yep. You know, maybe this is the guy for me because he does see me after yes. all kind of yes. things. What a pivotal moment for a show where your lead character is all about a search for love and you got to put her in a position where she's been proposed to mm-hmm. and maybe it's not the right guy. Mm-hmm. And for the audience to be watching and have to, I assume at the time, have very strong opinions about whether he was the right guy or not, there's a reason they chose to put Big in this episode mm-hmm. and to have her yeah. have a conversation with him and, yeah, to, have, right. and to see that zip, zip, zip. Mm-hmm. And then we have to watch her, you know, yeah. make the choice she makes, which is <clears throat> to say yes, which is not a light, not a thing to be taken lightly. No. And she mm-hmm. says it. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe she's taking it lightly. I think she means it when she says it. What's more heartwarming to me than the actual proposal itself is what we just alluded to, which is the, how the episode ends with Samantha yes. and Carrie. Yes. And we'll talk about Samantha a little bit in a, in a little bit with Richard. But Samantha is, as we know her, the least excited about this idea of mm-hmm. her getting engaged. Mm-hmm. She even expresses to Richard, she's like, oh, no, I think my best friend or, or one of my friends is going to get engaged. And yep. it's such a cliche to get married and have a family. Mm-hmm. And she was disappointed in the idea mm-hmm. of Carrie getting married. Yep. So <clears throat> the episode ends with Carrie saying something about along the lines of now that I was an engaged woman or whatever, there was someone I needed to tell that I was the marrying kind. Yep. Which sets you up to think like maybe she's meeting up with Big and she's going to tell Big. Mm-hmm. But no, you turn and look and it's Samantha looking gorgeous in an orange dress and these mm-hmm. dangly chandelier earrings which are to murder for mm-hmm. and she sits down with Samantha at this bar yep. both of them looking amazing and she tells her that Aiden proposed and that she said yes yep. and Samantha reveals that she had reached out to Aiden or whatever and told helped him choose the correct ring yep. which to me says the real love story of this show is mm-hmm. not Carrie and Big but it's mm-hmm. Carrie and her friends Yes, because Samantha loves her enough mm-hmm. despite her not loving the idea of marriage and mm-hmm. loving this death sentence that she believes it is but loves her enough her friend enough that she knows that's what's going to make her happy it's like yes. how you take allergy medication before you come to our apartment <laughs> because you love us enough 
that even boys. though we you don't you've never understood cats and you're not a cat person and you're deathly allergic when it was important to our lives to get cats you're like that's fine I'll make it work I will say I'm starting to figure them out much better and I've learned to absolutely love those well sweet you and Simon boys. had yeah. that moment like they're my Back in like December. they're my nephews when like when, <laughs> when Matthew heard, <laughs> when Matthew heard we were getting cats he threw up. <laughs> um, let's talk about Miranda's storyline since uh, she's the best. Yes, um, she's the absolute. I best. love her new like summer hair. She yes. was from the last episode. Pregnancy tr- d- does her well. Well, also co- her colorist or whatever, because her hair. Like first of all, one of our listeners, um, and I. Can't Angela. remember who was, was Angela. Angela. It was Angela. Um, pointed Angela. out that Angela that um, they'd finally figured out um, Miranda's hair, like short hair, yeah. in the last episode. Because before that, it was, she had that weird baby bird hair that was like short. Oh, but, yeah. but then the last episode, um, coulda woulda shoulda. Her hair it's darker than in this episode, but the way they're what styling you, what you it looks it better. Scalp skin. Who is it? Who calls it that scalp wet baby skin. bird hair where you can see the scalp yeah, through the skin? Oh yeah, a baby bird oh, egg tooth hair. <laughs> but anyway, in I this episode, her hair is much lighter than even the previous episode. It's it kind is. of it's a, a strawberry great, blonde. It's a, color. it's a fun hat. It's a little longer, but it's still short. It's it yes. looks good. It's like the best yeah. her hair has looked the entire show. Yeah, we get a lot of really killer Steve and Miranda banter in this. Great, episode. Oh. great. They just know each other in and out. Yes, and. You know, there's a lot of talk in this episode about how they're not in love, and they do, they do um, uh, uh, come across um, successfully um, and believably as like BFFs who are mm-hmm. having a baby kind totally. of thing, who like used to be in love and yep. now we're just comfortable with one another. Yep. I know that our that dynamic is going to shift, but it's just really fun to see potential parents who both don't know what they're about to do with their new baby that they's having figure out what that is to them. Great setup to this episode. It we're we're given the idea that Miranda has to find the perfect way in which to tell Steve that she's pregnant and it's his child, and then she immediately just blurts it out when in they're front getting of the ice cream guy at this like fucking cart and like blue ribbon gold medal to the background guy for this one. Oh yeah, yeah I was just, I, so said, I turned to Cat and Alec. I said I would kill to be that guy in this scene. Meanwhile, Miranda had been waiting for the right place and the right way to tell Steve about the baby. You want sprinkles? Steve, I'm pregnant. Instead, she settled for right now. You're what? I'm uh, pregnant. And it's yours. That would be six dollars? Uh, you sure? I've only had one shot in the last few months, and it was you. And I'm the only guy that you've had sex with. Hey, it's been a slow summer. OK, we're done here. Wow. I guess it's good to know that my warm ball is still working. So, uh, what now? Uh, uh, I'm gonna have it. No way, when we were together. I wanted to have a baby, you said you weren't ready. Well, I'm, I'm still not ready, but when am I ever gonna be ready? Man, I just went into so much debt open in my bar, I'm thinking maybe I should sell it. No, 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 you, you, you don't have to do anything. I'm, I'm gonna take care of the baby and support it, and you can visit whenever you want, but it's not gonna be your problem. It's, it's my decision, and it's just something I wanna do for me. Then why did you wanna talk to me about it? I just thought you should know. The work that Cynthia Nixon does, as always, yep. very subtly here, is really, really great, because in front of the ice cream, she says, 
I'm having the baby. <clears throat> it or, or it's yours. You know, yep. I'm pregnant. It's yours. And he's like, it can't be anyone else. She's like, no, it's definitely you. Yep. The ice cream guy looks at her. She's like, okay, we're done here. And, he, like, kind of keeps <laughs> and Steve's like, I'm a gonna be a dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Wait, you're your mom. I can't believe this. Well, when we were together, I wanted to have a kid. You said yeah, no. We were scared. What are we going to use these? <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to be a dad with the fire trucks and the teddy bears. Batman. We have Batman. <laughs> we got to get my Batman toy. You know how much Batman's my favorite. I love you so much, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um. Oh, I'll never so, love anyone as much as Steve loves Negative. Me you know, well, Steve's never. like. You know, oh, I, I, I just went into all this debt with the bar. Maybe I should sell the bar. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, listen, I've I got, got this. this. You, yep. you can visit I'm when you want. I'm a fucking lawyer. I know, but it's my decision. I'm going to keep the baby. And he's like, oh, woke you. So as, as alluded to previously, Miranda's in the midst of morning sickness. This is taking over her life. And um, what what is her life going to be now that she's going to be a mom? I mean, she's single, high powered lawyer, uh, professional. She is very career oriented. She wants to get to the top. It's so funny. The idea of the only thing more ridiculous would be would be Samantha being pregnant. But yes. Like, oh, yeah. But Miranda. I know. Having yes. a fucking baby. It's amazing. It's all that Charlotte wants. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like then Miranda's getting one. So, Miranda's getting one. She yeah. ordered one. She She's ordered getting one. one. She has no choice. Amazon Prime. The stork is coming. <laughs> so um, stop me if this isn't correct, but really just the next thing that happens really for Miranda's storyline <laughs> is that Steve shows up. Yes, yeah, Steve shows up at the end of the episode. Yeah. Knock on the door in the middle of the night. The door opens and there is Steve out in the hallway, down on one knee with a gold band and a pear-shaped this is, diamond. This is truly one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in the entire show. It's, it's really so good. great. Yeah. It's so fast. Yeah. This scene punches you in the face and it's over before you know it. What are you fucking crazy? That's your answer? Why are you proposing? I thought this is what you wanted. I don't want to marry you, Steve. Well, I don't want to marry you either. <laughs> what are we doing? What? There's gonna be a baby. And I, 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 I just. I don't want to just be a guy who sees you at the playground. I want to help. It doesn't mean we have to get married. You're not in love with me, right? No, especially not right now, I'm not. Then you need to say that every day, because when you see me with this baby, you're going to think that we belong together. You're going to think that you're in love with me. I don't know. I've seen you with my dog, and mostly you just seem uncomfortable. How are we going to do this? Raise a kid together and not be together? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Miranda knew Steve wasn't right for her, but she wanted to do what was right for her baby. By the way, I know that's a hand-me-down ring. I would never say yes to a hand-me-down ring. You picked out this ring. For Carrie. Fine. Frankly, I can't afford a stupid ring and a baby. See? This is working out already. We don't love each other. What do you get off? You don't love me either, do you? And he's like, what now? <laughs> Which is great. And and I love that she has the foresight because she knows Steve. Because when they were together, he was like, we should have a little baby. And she's like, no. She knows him well enough to know. She's like, remember that you don't love me. Because when you see me with this baby, you're going to think we belong together. And the irony is that once Brady is a year old, she has that moment. Oh, she's so the one good. who thinks they belong together. It's Can't so wait good. for that episode but um but it is beautiful because he's he's steve's such a good guy 
Mm-hmm. They're so good for each other. <clears throat> and he's showing up and he's like, essentially what the scene resolves into is the idea that like, no, Miranda's not going to do this on her own. Mm-hmm. Steve yeah. is of course going to be involved. They're going to figure this out together. Yeah. Um, but it's, so it is fun. pure comedy. Because and I love he's that like, she's like with a hand me down ring. And he's, like, like, and he's like, what's fine. I couldn't afford a stupid ring and a bar anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and he just leaves. It's so fucking perfect. It's perfect. And a breath yeah. of it's fresh air. Um, Let's talk a little bit about dad ass, meaning dad ass Charlotte. Oh god, ass. I thought you were going to talk about Samantha. Like, like that was her nickname, dad ass. Dad ass. Oh, I don't wow. know why, because well, it really is first, Charlotte's ass we see. Yeah. Well, we get a, a close Someone's up of either Kristen Davis or butt double. Do you think Kristen Davis vetted her butt double? I think, I think whoever's butt that was, um, they did a good job because yeah. or. Not the person with the butt, but like the idea of it, because you can see bruises, yeah, bruises from in the, the butt from the injections. I felt like I that, that was a nice whoever's touch. butt that was, like it, it felt like a little it's a smooth, polite butt. It was smooth. <laughs> it was smooth and polite, and a little bit like more ashen gray. Like I thought her oh. butt would be a little bit like more olive complected and like more healthy looking. No, it's just a pale, polite. <laughs> it was yeah, really a really inoffensive, yeah. polite butt. butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Charlotte is being injected with hormones. Good heavens, Charlotte. You've got more hormones than a teenage boy. Um, I'm Trey. Oh, God. Because she and Trey are in the midst of trying to get preggers, and um, they are challenged. Yeah. Fertility-wise. Charlotte's uterus is rejecting Trey's sperm. It's an inhospitable environment. So she started looking into... Other options, one of them being adopting a Mandarin baby. Yes. Presumably a girl, and it might be older than a baby because a lot of the girls are older and they get rejected, so... And she's so positive about all of this. Yes. She just wants a family. She's learning Mandarin. Yes. And then meanwhile, the other big happening in the world is the Highland Fling is coming up. Yes. Which is a McDougal tradition. It's the Scottish, all this, it's like high Scottish society of Manhattan, kill me now. Jumping around. Nothing against Scottish people, but it's just like I'm just watching this scene right now in woke 2018, going, God damn it, white I know. people! Someone must have just yeah. look at these white it makes people. Me want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I just I, one, of, one of the things I love about this story is is uh, Charlotte's unbridled optimism against like if you were watching this from Trey's perspective, it'd be the story of a man having a midlife crisis. Yeah, and um, you know, they just they are married, but they are not. Connected. Connecting Ooh, or no. communicating, no. like they are on two different planets yeah. right now. He's kind of begrudgingly helping her with the the injections and kind of like whatever, have fun with your baby, figure out whatever you want to do. I'm going to go high yep. and fling and be a doctor. Yes, he's, he's a, a cardiologist. A I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> and so you know, uh, Charlotte has has brought up this idea of uh, adopting adopting a Mandarin child. And um, they they end up at the spring fling where there the is island a, fling. Uh, yes, thank you. Where Before there spring, is fling. a um, great encounter 
between Charlotte and Bunny McDougal with her big floppy bunny rabbit bows that she always wears. You guys, it's a bunch of grown ass, like we just said, white men in kilts hopping around. Yes. And Charlotte got a dress especially made for the Highland Flame. Yes. And she's all dolled up and ready to go. And she's looking. Honestly, bless Charlotte. She's going through a lot right now. I know. She shows up. Hey, she gives everything she does. She's married and this is her family now. Yes. And she looks and to see all these hopping white Scottish dudes and she said for a fling it really looks like a lot of work and Bunny Bunny says, comes back with the b- most the best read I've heard in 2018 read so, to filth so Charlotte says for a fling it sure looks like a lot of work and Bunny says that's what I used to tell Trey about you <laughs> wow like, oh shit wow. I can't <laughs> even that is shit. such a burn oh, it's that incredible. is like Apply the topical ointment to that. <laughs> but she's not done there. So Trey goes off and spins and dances in nightmare fuel. Yes. And, um, <laughs> it's the music is just like. Just like 12,000 bagpipes. Just flopping around underneath those dresses. Oh my God, they don't wear underwear. It makes me feel so sick. Anyway, so. Just a bunch of white sweaty balls. So Bunny or Charlotte go over to like the buffet table or something like that. And, um, you know, Bunny, with her bows and her long hair, turns to Charlotte and <laughs> something about, like, you know, something about having an heir and whoever their heir is is going to, you know, fling yeah. it up Highland style or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And Bunny says to Charlotte, I don't like Mandarin food and I don't want a Mandarin baby. Woo! I- she says, she says... We have a very proud lineage, and that will be carried on by sons of your own, not daughters of the South Pacific. Could that be more racist? so racist. That's racist. I thought the president said it. Oh, Oh, topical. But it's real. That's who Bonnie McDougal is. It's so... She is so brazen about it. And Charlotte is not having it. Charlotte goes to the middle of the spinning fling, and she screams out to everyone there and calls Trey out. I have to give Charlotte major props, by the way, because when Bunny says... I don't like Mandarin baby. Charlotte immediately says, I don't think that's any of your business. That's like, right. good for her for not yes. being like, um, okay. Like, she immediately says what she's feeling. Yeah. And, like, good for her for sticking up for and herself. And she goes up to Trey and immediately kind of looking a little nuts, you know, whatever. And Trey's like, get your shit together. But she's like, we might be having a Mandarin baby, and that's what we're fucking having. So yep. choke on it, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he goes to grab her from running away, and he rips up her tartan yes. dress or yes. whatever yes. the hell it is. You see her, Just like, making thong. quite the spectacle of themselves yeah. at the Highland And they have a kind of an unhappy ending for for this episode because when oh, they get back home poor Charlotte her sweet little pouty face I feel so sad for her when they her. get back home Trey says he doesn't know if he wants to have a baby he's like it's yep. too hard I think I could be okay with just the two of us as Charlotte is staring into the room that's supposed to be their nursery oh, yeah. that's visual it's storytelling we get a voiceover from Carrie saying sometimes it's the hardest thing to know is when something's not right yeah. and it's like you see Charlotte and you're like can is Trey enough for Charlotte? Yeah. Can they still have the baby? Are they going to have this baby? I also what need to remind to everyone or, or point out that they have a like a a clear carafe of water in their in their bedroom that she's pouring water out of into a glass to drink, and I'm like, okay, this is rich 
this is rich life. This is rich people. Uh, like who has a who has a carafe also, of water that they? Why don't you just go to the kitchen and get yourself a glass of water? Why do you need to bring a carafe of water? These the are same privileged kind of people, people that have carafes of water in their bedroom. Are the same people that, as in the f- opening episode with uh, open. Epi- opening scene of Trey and Charlotte they're unmaking the bed before they get into bed and they have pillow after pillow yes. after giant each giant pillow probably cost $150 that they don't even sleep on they just throw it off the bed <laughs> what is the point yes. for all those yeah. pillows yeah it's so many it's like the Russian dolls of they pillows. don't even like sleep a pillow than a smaller pillow like you don't and they don't even, and they're, they don't even have a dust ruffle I know yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> and the pillows come out so far they cover like the whole bed. Like, yes what? Yes, it's, there's pillows spilling out. Yeah, I have friends who have that in their rich friends who have that in their houses. Where I'm like, why do why? we have these why? here? Why? It's literally for decoration, but you also hate for it because you take it off the bed. Right. Someone decided at some point this looks nice. Right. Spend the yes. extra money on these giant, puffy, uncomfortable pillows that we're just going to toss off at night. Charlotte, that's what we said about you. Oh, whoa! Oh, whoa. Um, Let's, let's wow. wrap let's wrap this up with Samantha. So Samantha with Samantha we get the uh, reintroduction of long pink amazing Richard Mr. Wright. Richard Wright. Oh. Yeah, she's and working for. She's working she's for him earned now. That. The last time we saw the two of them, she had <clears> like kind of like earned her place. Yeah. He said she had balls. And everything he working. says is about being a wim- woman or everything he says is about women. Absolutely. Yes. He like cannot deal with His entire with this. being is defined by how much of a man he is and, and how womanly the women he's with are. You yes. almost think he was massively insecure by <laughs> the way. Almost. Interesting, but, yeah. So, you know, th- th- Richard's a real ball buster. Yeah. That's what we get from this. <laughs> but, He's a ball but buster. But why they have such chemistry is that Samantha busts his balls right back. Yeah, he says, she do. I like that you're not afraid of me. Hmm. And and you know what? Samantha's not afraid of him. No. She's not afraid at all. She's, a, she's missed no nonsense. Yeah, because he's like... In if you really want to just sample a piece of dialogue that sounds like made up garbage, it's whatever Richard says. Whatever Richard says when he complains to her, he's like, "You got the Pan Pacific Hotel on the second page of the New York <laughs> Star, and, and it was supposed to be in the third paragraph." Blah blah blah. And we had this. Well, he does this have happened. one really great one-liner where after. He can tell that Samantha's shaked by something that's happening in her life, and she kind of opens up a little bit and says, I think one of my friends is getting engaged, and they talk about what a cliche marriage is. And he says, who needs a wife when you have a life? Ugh. Wow, Richard. Which I think is amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what a, who, wow. Just the line catchphrase, I, Richard. I'm going to put that as my away message for my aim. <laughs> the line that I... Here, okay, Richard says a line that is the equivalent of having a pear-shaped diamond with a gold band, yeah. which is Samantha says, my friend is getting married, and he replies, oh, and what, she didn't make you a bridesmaid? See, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, it's oh, so I'm a man, I like sports and bowling, and yeah. like my, I, I would never look at my dick because that's gay. Right, yeah. and like, all, it's all like he's dumb so women insecure. care about is dumb bride, being dumb bridesmaids. Totally, that's exactly what I mean. Ugh. Yeah, so... Of offhandly mentions he's like, you know, who needs a wife when you have a life? Like my idea of a good time is a flight to Rio. It's a perfect nine-hour flight. That does sound you get nice. Something to drink. You have dinner on the plane. Fuck on the beach. I don't know what the hell he else says. Fall asleep. Yeah. Wake up in Rio. So then we cut to Samantha and Richard on the plane. They're flying yeah. over to Rio. And he's it won't be. It won't be the last time they're on a plane that's going right. at it. We'll see that again when they go to Atlantic Titty. Yeah, that's, that's right. True. And he he rips her skirt off just like he Trey do. rips off Charlotte. And, and he it. enters her right as they're taking. 
taking off. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting like the plane to be, you know, ascending into the air, taking off with the engines rubbing, r- running or whatever at the same time of her going, oh, 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 yeah. yeah. something like that. And I'm glad they didn't go all the I way also, with that. They didn't, but also it, it never ceases to amaze me. There are several times this happens throughout the show where some, the look that Kim Cattrall, and bless her, and she's no one's better than she is at this shit, but like the look she has on her face is as though she's never had a dick inside her in her whole life. She <laughs> she looks surprised. She's like, yes. oh! Well, here's the thing. And it's like, really, are you that, it, could he, is he that big or that long pink amazing that you've never felt anything like this so in your whole life? so many sex scenes in this series. Maybe that is why she doesn't want to do Sex in the City 3 is because she She's cannot fucking bring done. herself yeah. to do, what can Samantha do now? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know? Um, so, um, what an episode, you guys! Oh, I mean, God. really, just we're, uh, in the, we're, we're in the good, good right now, and it's only yeah. going to get better. Yeah, Matthew, yeah. where can we find you online? Um, I'm on Instagram. It's Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery, and my Twitter is I Robot Eugene. It is a Buffy episode, but if you tweet or DM or message about Sex in the City, though, I will want to talk back. And also, my twin brother Daniel, who is a guest on here all the time, he was a guest two episodes ago for Bell of the Balls. Um, or Bells of the Ball. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, he um, he and I have a Goosebumps podcast together called Welcome to Deadcast that we do. If you like that, some '90s nostalgia for for a little younger generation than um, than Sex in the City, then tune in. And um, before, Kevin? well, I was just going to say before we totally tune out, um, I wanted to give a shout out to um, a sweet friend of ours on Instagram who uh, her 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 Instagram handle is at Aunt dot Ronnie but I don't know if you guys want to look at these these sweet like gorgeous like vintage and pinup shots oh, those but are cool. she ain't my aunt wow. I don't know I don't know whose aunt she is but she's not mine oh, I love her sleeve and she's I know her sleeve her sexy sleeve mm. but she's so vintage cool and Amazing. I love her haircut and I love her red lip and what is she a silent film star thanks what for is listening this? Welcome anyway to the she's been really sweet oh, and like reaching Louise out Brooks cut I know love it. anyway hi Aunt Ronnie you're the cutest and we love you and you you're can find you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere at Carry On Podcast. Um, and write us at carryonpodcast at gmail.com. We've been having some real interesting conversations with people over on the Gmail. And we love you all. And until next time, carry, carry on. on. Tomatoes, you get the 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 tomatoes, you get the